and welcome back to the show. Uh, my name is Matthew. I'm Matt. I'm Alexis. And we are doing episode two of the Winter Soldier. Nope, yeah. that's not what this show is called. What's the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode? I mean, whatever, I think that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. We do have to find a shortened name for this though, because I don't want to keep saying Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Do they have like a couple's name? Foz. Falcon and Winter Soldier, Foz. Fonzie? I was just going to call him Fonzie. Hey! Welcome to the Fonzie we're, Show. We're episode two of Hey! And then just be done with it. I don't know. I, I mean, if I feel like if they had like a couple's name, that would be easy. Like Sucky. Like Sam and Bucky. Don't. You I'm down be, for Sucky. You had Bam <laughs> as an option and you went with and Sucky. And I went Sucky. Or you, know you could do about. Sucky Bam. Or Bam Sucky. No, no is that how couples names is you have to do both in succession yeah that's, <laughs> so that's you, how you... sucky bam welcome to the sucky bam show i don't like that i don't approve of that i do i approve i'm happy with that I sign right. off. uh so episode two of sucky bam uh last time i think we were all a little bit whelmed bordering on underwhelmed tepid yeah. Tepid at best, I think is is good. Um, you know, we all we all kind of expected a little bit more from the first showing uh, of the, the the new television show. Um, where are we at? Where are we at today? How are we feeling for episode two? What are expectations? Yada yada yada. Still the same. <laughs> yeah, I, I I haven't really moved anywhere. Yeah. On, on on the scale. What would you want to see in a second episode that would take you from? whelmed up to well i guess not overwhelmed you want me to be overwhelmed adequately whelmed adequately (laughs) whelmed what do you need to take you from whelmed to adequately whelmed i don't know like it it feels like all the pieces are are here now for like what's coming so it's not Mm -hmm. like oh we're gonna find out who like what's bucky gonna do about the oh whoopsie daisy i murdered your son thing or like oh there's this new fucking cat that's hanging out and being weird and then there's what is the 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 flag smashers is that what their name Mm -hmm. is yep um and then there's them causing trouble in switzerland like obviously all these things need to be intertwined somehow but like Mm -hmm. i I think we need we may need to we may need to fast track that shit because i don't really give too much of a shit about any of these things individually yeah i would say kind of pegging off the back of that that's that's not the right phrase. I don't know what I'm saying. No, it's fine. It's, um, it's like it pegging off the back? No. Piggybacking off of that. Um, pegging the back. <laughs> not. Nope. I'm pretty sure. I don't think that's, that's the right one. No. <laughs> Welcome that. to the Sucky Bam Show. This is the pegging <laughs> episode. <laughs> that seems right. Um, just hoping that there's kind of more of a intrigue element added. I feel like nothing was really shocking or unique or something like nothing like really added that kind of level of intrigue that we were, I know, kind of all talking about in terms of like, you know, if we remember um, Captain America Winter Soldier and the the kind of like deeper intrigue and like style of that I, I know these aren't the same creators or something but we're hoping for some elements of that where it's more 
<clears throat> working with different like government agencies and characters and less of magic and superpowers since neither of these characters have magic or superpowers. And I think overall we were just kind of underwhelmed because it was more of a character drama <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah. and less about kind of the, the, the inner workings of these governmental agencies um, and kind of conspiracies lined in that. Like personally, I would love like a great government conspiracy because I love those in real life. The minds will love them in the Marvel universe. Um, <laughs> but I just don't think it was, there was much there uh, instead, this kind of series seems to be focusing more on the lives of the two main characters and less on the, I guess, the agencies and the kind of uh, all other things. Right, <laughs> everything else. Marvel Universe, which I wasn't really looking for a character drama series here. Um, sure. Yeah. What about you, Matt? Matthew? Um, I think I said last time that I know at least one other character that's supposed to show up, and I was confused, perhaps a little disappointed that we did not see that character last time. Um, I would like to see that individual <laughs> I would like show to see up. This character. <laughs> Because this this character, to, with the inclusion of this character, who is someone that we have all seen before, we have met, met this character before, the inclusion of them was something that I was really excited to like see more of this individual um, and how that individual would interact with uh, Falcon and Bucky. And, you know, this is a pretty short series, it's like six episodes. So having, uh, you know, this already means that like if they don't show up this time like how many i don't know do you have to like this is the person going to show up at the very very end at the very last second like that'll kind of be disappointing for me um but that's my own personal problem and expectations uh if we want to go down the whole argument of well the story that they told is the story that they told um i will say there was a uh i know you guys didn't like totally watch the credits and stuff uh th this was someone that was like alluded to when they showed all the animations and stuff in the credits. So I was like, oh, where's this guy up to? I want to see this person show up, yada, yada, yada. Um, so that's kind of what, I, I, when I hear you guys sort of like, oh, well, you know, expecting a little bit more on like the, the action side or expecting more of like the mystery and intrigue, I feel like it'll be solved if we know what this individual contributes to the, the larger story. Um, I also very much like to see Bucky and Sam interact with one another in the show called Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, I feel like that's, it would be like if, if you saw the pilot of uh, WandaVision and they didn't interact for the entire first episode and you would probably rightfully be like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Uh, so those would be the two things is I, I would like to see this, this, uh, you know, person that I think they're on the poster too. Um, I'd like to see them show up and I would like to see Bucky and Falcon say hi and, to one another. And when you say you think this other character will solve kind of like that mystery element, you mean like add to it so we're actually more drawn in or kind yes. of tie up more loose ends? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think this is, uh, we've got, we have a bunch of loose ends like mm -hmm. you, were, you were saying. So there is John Walker, the new Captain America, I still kind of believe he's probably like a show 
or or like a fake Captain America. Um, so you have the Flag Smashers, and uh, you know, then you have kind of Bucky's own history and uh, trials and tribulations, as well as like Sam and I guess you know. Uh, I guess Sam's story is actually kind of tied up in the new Captain America. So those are the kind of like the three stories. And I think this person can help bridge the gap between those three stories and help bring some um, intrigue. And that is something I would like to see. Yeah. As, as vague good. as I can be without just saying, <laughs> hey, remember that character from that other movie? Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I don't. No, so, I don't either. Just um, any character, generally. <laughs> It's Jimmy Woo. I, I I had uh I had pulled up a, a, a picture from from the Mandalorian, which basically summed up your your thoughts. Where it's Werner Herzog just saying, "I would like to see the baby," and it's you, but I would like to see this other character. <laughs> I would like to see the character. <laughs> <laughs> Is basically what all of that was. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I, I can agree with that. I think I'm I'm hoping some of those things get bridged on their own without the character. Like I think some intrigue mm -hmm. would come from if this new Captain America is actually a member of the Flag Smashers and is using their 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 new power within the United States to influence bullshit to sure. their cause. I think yeah. that would at least be an interesting little wrinkle versus just like oh Captain QAnon. Yeah, oh, Christ, don't <laughs> don't do that. We don't need to do that. I do think that it, it definitely does seem like they will, like all these disparate elements, they're definitely lining up to all be sure. joined together. Like, I don't think that would be much of like a surprise or anything like that. I would actually be more surprised if they just keep them like separate storylines because that would be kind of a weird show, to be that honest. That would be a strange um, But yeah, I'm, I guess, yeah, it kind of just depends on how they tie those things together on whether or not I get more invested in this series um, or not. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it, the way things on this show are laid out really seem like this was a movie and they decided to drag it out and hmm. introduce, or, or, or not introduce, just like explore things that a movie wouldn't normally do. Like, I, I do think it's interesting to show, hey, you know, after the blip happened, here's how it impacted people economically. Like I, I do think that that's kind of interesting to learn a little bit more, and it, it, you know, it's a different side of the Marvel universe. It kind of fleshes it out, and makes it a little bit more real. It's, you know, I'm not, uh, I, if if I was going to see this in a movie and they spent thirty minutes on, you know, Falcon at the bank, I'd be like, what the fuck are we doing here? Uh, especially when these movies are like what, like two hours, uh, two and a half hours. Um, yeah. Not everything is, you know, your your grandiose four hour magnum opus. Okay. But stretch it out, six episodes, sure, you can explore some of that stuff. Like there, there's there's interesting stuff there, and I think it can make us grow a little bit closer to Falcon in an uh, in a new way. That if he, where I'm going to go out on a limb and assume we're going to see some kind of Avengers assemble. Uh, you know, group movie adventure at some point again. Um, and I, I, I'm kind of into the idea of like learning more about these characters. And I definitely cared a lot more about Wanda and Vision at the end of WandaVision than I did for any of their appearances in the movies. So, uh, you know, there's something nice I mean, I'm that. already more invested in these characters as characters than I was before this series. Like, I am kind of interested in what's going on with the Winter Soldier, why he's like 
all these amends kinds of things is interesting, even yeah. though he's, you know, causing more violence or whatever he's doing. Um, and the Falcon too, just kind of like knowing his background. So like, uh, regardless, I think out of the show, I will be more invested in those characters going forward if I'm already more invested already. Um, but I think it's again, like, as a unit, how does the show kind of play out? What do we get out of it? Mm -hmm. um, but building into the larger universe, I think it'll be still interesting. It's not like I'm going to lose interest in these characters or what they do in the grand say, scheme of things. You say that now. There's, five more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty True. of time for you to lose interest. <laughs> True. If, if Bucky becomes more like Loki, I will, <laughs> I will lose interest quick. Yeah. Still. I don't totally understand why you guys hate Loki so much. He sucks. But I guess we'll yeah. we'll talk about that when we have to watch the Loki show. Oh, God. For multiple oh, seasons. God. Each episode is going to be like four hours because it's just going to be us bitch moaning and complaining about how much he sucks. And you're going to be like, mm -hmm. but he's great and funny. And we're going to be like, I don't give a fuck. He's annoying. You'll probably yeah, keep asking the... us, are we invested in Loki more? And we will keep saying no. <laughs> That's what Still I was going to no. say. The Keeps true going test. down. <laughs> um, well, all right, I guess. Let's watch the latest episode. Sure. Yeet. Cut. Hi, I'm Paul, the host of the Comic Syllabus Podcast, a weekly show on the Multiversity Network of Podcasts. We read widely and we dig deep, bringing different analytical approaches to our study and appreciation of the wide variety of comics out there. Along with comics teachers, critics, and creators, we do close readings of classic and current exemplars of the medium. And we invite you to join us every Tuesday here at MultiversityComics.com. So let's dig deep. second episode the star spangled man uh quick reactions what are what are our thoughts on episode two Meh. the man Still. train continues yeah I'm like okay whatever it exists i thought it was a better episode than the first one what a low bar to clear sure but even so i would i yeah. don't even know if i would agree with you on that really yeah i would I would say it's still better than the first one because at least we are having these entities or the two main characters really they interact. Are the entities. <laughs> and, and I did appreciate all the banter between them. That was probably the best part about it. I admittedly forgot they hate each other. Yeah. When, I, when this was like a buddy show or whatever, I completely forgot that these two characters hate each other and that it's less, well, I guess it's still kind of like a buddy show, but more of an odd couple show mm. so i that's a dynamic that i forgot they didn't they didn't interact at all in in the last couple of movies but yeah yeah I in civil war really they kind of hated each other i don't really remember that either mm. like this cleared that up but i still was I, I don't know i don't i wouldn't really say that they hate each other either like it doesn't seem like they hate each other they just don't get along they're not homies right but they kind of are though <laughs> they're hanging they're like, out doing things they love together. to hate each other yeah 
I feel like they're the kind of friend where it's like, like I'm friends with Alexis and Matt's friends with Alexis. So like we hang out together because we want to hang out with Alexis, but like on our own time, we kind of argue a lot and, and fight. You know? Yeah. There's really nothing else here. You're really the, the, <laughs> the, the glue holding us together. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you guys just have very basic interactions outside. Yeah. It's right. how's the, how's the weather? Like, Oh, cool. How's Jess doing? Oh, that's awesome. So like if you um, time traveled and then like came back when you were old so that Matt could take over as the new Alexis. Alexis then he and I would probably be in a similar constantly bickering state. Okay. Mm. That, that would seems be my right. assumption. I, yeah, no, I, I can't refute that. Yeah. Um, well, okay, let's, let's, let's hit the notes. I've, I mean, I've jotted some stuff down too, so, but. This, this, this show still has like a weird fucking tone thing going on throughout. Yeah. And, and we'll talk about some um, some ham fist some ham fistedness uh, probably midway through. We'll we'll talk we'll we'll touch upon that. But um, yeah, I don't fuck. I it's all just like whatever at this point. Like it's 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 on the screen and I'm watching it and it doesn't like it's not good but it's not bad. It's it's just like. Like you're in a room and somebody's watching a TV show and you're not really paying attention. So it's like, whatever, it's just noise. This is kind of just noise. It's an ABC human drama. That's, I'm still like- You're, you're right. Clinging onto that. Like- <laughs> You're 100% right. It does definitely have just like a, it's like lighthearted enough, but then it tries to have some like deeper scenes and it just kind of like, okay, well- Yeah, it seemingly <laughs> Do flounders. I have to be paying attention this whole time then or not? Because admittedly, for this episode too, I had it in the background. Like, yeah. I wasn't a hundred percent committed to watching this because I tried to, and then I was like, "Nope, I need to do something else because I just can't get my head into it." <laughs> yeah, and honestly, like the 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 swap between the like the comedy bits of it or the like the more humorous banter is then usually immediately followed by an aggressive like eight lane switcheroo of tone and then goes right into some attempted serious garbage at that. They ham fistedly jam down your throat and they do it shittily. Like every time they've done, like every, I say every time they've done it like three times so far. And it's always awkward. Like even in the, in the therapist room when they're, when they're, when they're like, Oh, I hate you. I hate you. Ha ha ha. We're agreeing on things. This is funny. And then Bucky has a very serious, like immediate, like, no, you should have been. Why did you get rid of the shield? Blah blah blah. It's just like all of this, ha 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 ha, jokey jokey jokey. No, but fuck you. Or like, ha 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 ha, jokey old man invites woman out for for Bucky. Ha 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 ha. My son's dead. Like it's all like immediately following some some air of levity, and that transition's never smooth. It's always just like drop of a hat, boom. Now we're talking about my dead kid. Like. It's weird. It's fucking weird. And especially when they have so much more, like we're talking about how they have so much more time to explore these characters and deep dive into the economic impacts of the blip and this and that. And the fact that they're then rushing these, these emotional moments on the heels of some levity, it's just like, dude, you got fucking time. What are we doing here? Slow it down. But whatever. It's all of it. I don't know that it's that different from the movies. If I'm being honest, you're right. 
But the movies, they have a two hour. We've talked about this. They have a two hour, two and a half hour runtime. They, sure. they have they have theoretically six hours. They have double the time and they're like doing the same like ham fist per per hour as the movies. And that that doesn't need to happen. And at least I, I feel like the movie has different elements too, where it's like, I just don't feel like there's like much action-y. I know there is action in these movies, honestly, but but there's not like a big focus on, I don't know. I still don't even know what the main plot is. Like, okay, there's like a few different things going on, um, but who who do we need to pay attention to? So instead it's just like, we're focusing more on these two characters and who they are and what they do, which is why I keep coming back to like human drama kind of thing whereas like <clears throat> it's fine to have those like different elements like a little bit of human drama and action stuff woven into a greater plot but I feel like the plot's kind of taken a background or it's kind of pushed to the background to focus on like weird kind of human drama scenes right mm. and, and I don't yeah so that's how I'm kind of perceiving it I don't know that I I mean I I get uh or I I hear where you're both coming from perhaps one of the challenges of doing this as a show is that like as a movie you usually have like the one arc through the whole thing right like you have it's like the normal like peaks and valleys and here if when when you're doing it in kind of an episodic fashion you're theoretically having it like six six times of like trying to like where where are we starting from like what's the you know high point or the you know truly impactful moment of the episode and then like what's you know the, the continued hook that 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 draws you in and maybe that that aspect they are not doing it quite as well as if it was just a single solitary movie i feel like on the plot side it's more of that kind of like again it's like super drawn out but it's that, that like kind of stereotypical like war like the bad guys are maybe good and the good guys are also maybe bad and like similar stuff to uh i think the things of what we've seen before especially in civil war maybe a little bit more than winter soldier because i feel like winter soldier the bad guys were clearly pretty bad <laughs> but like at least in civil war when it's you know iron man and captain america you kind of get that that dynamic a little more whereas here it seems like yeah the flag smashers are probably doing some stuff that's not kosher but they're not necessarily the bad guys as opposed to you know the government which is still not giving proper aid to citizens um so yeah everybody kind of thinks they're the protagonist of their own story is kind of the way this goes like everyone's the main character yeah well everybody except for this new villain but the the one we haven't seen the the power broker yeah i feel like given what little we know about the power broker from this episode and what little I know about him from the comics, I feel like he's probably just the bad guy to be the bad guy. <laughs> like, right. Like we needed somebody to be like pulling strings or against everyone. So here's the person that's against everyone for the sake of being against everyone. Potentially. Sure. Um. All right. We can, we can start going through this, the bullshit. We start off with, with new cap. Being like, oh man, I don't, I, oh, this is a lot. I'm good. Oh boy. 
this is tough. This is hard. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, they're trying to make him like a genuine real dude and not a prick. Like, fine. <laughs> For a minute, I was like, oh, is this guy going to be sympathetic? <laughs> it's like the episode continues on and you're like, nope. Yeah. So, so like the, the, the opener, I just said, basically, this is the second half of Last of Us Part Two. Like, right. we immediately hate this person because we're supposed to hate this person. And then they, they're like, oh, wait. Maybe we're not supposed to hate them, but spoiler alert, we no, continue to hate them because they act, they actually just suck. Unlike Abby, <laughs> who doesn't end up sucking, New Cap sucks. <laughs> I like that um, this is uh, one of a couple Easter eggs I wrote down. The song is the... I, the... I jotted that down, oh, assuming okay. it was... I just I said, I assume the marching band rendition is some reference to something other than his high school football deal. I don't know what it was, but I it's assumed It's the song it that plays during Cap's USO show. It, ah, it's the that, Star Spangled Man. That's what also the title of the episode. But that makes sense. That's that's what that was. And I was like, there. When it started too, and he like runs out there and they play that song. It's like, okay, cool. I was right. This guy's a nobody. He's just for show. And then you see the video of him throwing the shield, and I was like, oh, yeah. Right. <clears throat> so that's that's the second thing I wrote after he said the name "Good Morning America" on "Good Morning America." Um. After he did that, I said, so are all of the stats of like, oh, four-time Medal of Honor, this, that, and the other. I'm like, are all of these stats fake propaganda where MIT is studying his body and he's throwing the shield and catching it? But then we see him do it later. So I'm like, what the fuck is all this then? Like, is it just like... No, I think he's legit. But he's not. So you can be a super soldier if you just try real hard. Like... I mean, that's what Sam is, right? Sam's not a super super soldier. soldier. He's a super soldier with a bunch of shit strapped to him. I don't think the... Uh, he has a metal shield. Like I don't think the falcon <laughs> wings help him throw the shield better. What? No. What? Wait, John Walker? I'm, I'm, yeah, saying like, John, John Walker? I'm saying John Walker with just the shield and no super soldier anything is just a yeah. good soldier. But, yeah. How is all this shit working out for him? Like Sam. Sam was the one who was supposed to take the shield. Yeah, I, I understand. He's not a super soldier. He's just a super soldier. Correct. But so I he, would, can do, he can throw the shield and do that stuff too. It's that, that seems wonky. I feel like really they would have, at least, if he accepted to be Captain America, they'd be like, here's a little shot of soldier serum or something. I would have expected. Like some, 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 right. <laughs> like, right. Because then it makes it just sound like, like, uh, like, like no the, one could re- live up to Captain America then. <laughs> but apparently you can if you just try real hard. But also but th- remember Steve Rogers was like a skinny little shit. Like the super soldier serum also transformed him from like <laughs> like a borderline like Skeletor uh, into the, the beefcake that he was yeah, plus I all under- of the impossible strength. I that understand. doesn't necessarily make him good at throwing a frisbee. <laughs> but the impossible, you can at least describe some of the him being, you know, one of the most powerful Avengers to him having these, this super strength versus just, I go to the gym a lot. Like, that doesn't have the same weight and you can't ascribe the same, like, how is he doing this bullshit to he's just real strong versus you can ascribe, how is he doing this bullshit to, I don't know, he he was part of a government program where he was injected with the serum that made him super duper strong. You can ascribe weirdness to government program serum i can't ascribe weirdness to i pick things up and put them down that's what bothers me i would i mean just kind of pulling 
the threads here as well. I know it's later in the episode, but what really bugged me is when they're fighting on the trucks and like Sam, you know, like Sam's interaction with the super soldiers there, like getting beat up is the same as Sebastian's. And like, we know that Sebastian is supposed to be a lot stronger, just like mechanically. So is Sam, like, what happened to Sam there? And then also when Cap is there as well, I know he gets beat up a little bit more or the new Cap, I should say, sorry. Correct. Um, he also like seems to be almost like super soldier serum-y. Like I, what, like when they first showed, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the friend of Falcon, of Sam, when he gets thrown by the, can't remember his name i know we just talked about it when he gets thrown by the flag smasher person oh um who joaquin yes um he's literally like fucking catapulted but none of the other people who are also supposed to be normal not super soldier serum people fighting super soldier serum people they're just blocking punches and kicks yeah it's just like nah you should get you should have already been off that truck I think we have to make a little bit of a leap uh, in that Joaquin is just a soldier. (laughs) Bucky. He only has one Medal of Honor. Sam. They're all of a different different type, a different breed, a different whatever. They just go Um, to the gym more, is all you're saying. (laughs) I mean, perhaps, sure. (laughs) Um, I, I mean, with Bucky, I think we don't know the, the full extent of every experiment ever done on him. So, but that gives you a little bit. But more we know he's leeway. survived more. Yeah, he, he's got so some like, shit in him. Yeah, so I, th- so I, I think that Bucky more of a leeway. versus Correct. like because I think Bucky gets Sam some, and, some buffer and, here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the Cap takes that punch from the Flag Smasher pretty fucking hard on the truck. Yeah, but Sam's um, so just like, like I was you in the have Force. done that, and she's just like, "Fuck you, dude." <laughs> um, but Sam's also been in battle with the Avengers quite a few times. You, you have to assume he kind of has. I'm not saying like the more you get punched, the better at getting punched. You I mean, get. but that's but, like he's got experience. Works, though, so I'll just then assume that he maybe absorbed some of the magic-y stuff happening from the Avengers, and that's why he can do more. From one of the big three, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's something that kind of bugs me now that we are like kind of delving more into characters that don't have so much superpower-y kind of powers, how well they can withstand this fighting people with super powery powers it's like i would like a matrix there to understand how this works peer-reviewed research (laughs) figuring this out yeah okay yeah i'm glad yeah i yep well yeah i could not agree more with all of that um beyond that we're, we're then back at like an army base where Falcon is going to go on a mission and Bucky just waltzes in. I wrote that down. Just walks in. I was also kind of hoping that like they're, you know, connecting with each other would be like more tied to like a story. Just something like, 
oh, hey, did you see that they have a new cap? Cool. Let me just walk in. Oh, hey, dude, I'm here. I'm here now. I figured you'd be <laughs> I was here. Like after they separated them for the whole first episode, I thought they were building up into being like they're going to have some like weird explosive like oh are two different things that we're doing like are going to cross or something and then that's how they're going to reconnect and no and not just like you just haven't been answering tv yeah you <laughs> haven't been answering my text so i just decided to show up at your place of work and hope that you were there and also who lets people just oh that's a pretty sweet cyborg arm thing you got going on yeah waltz on onto my army base that's fine i think Bucky has some kind of clearance if he's working with a, a military therapist. But he's working with a military therapist solely. Plus, because... like Bucky, Bucky is a, an Avenger that received like a, a a pardon from the president or whatever. Like he, you've got to assume that at at that point, if he's recognized enough to get clearance or sorry to get pardons for all of his war crimes, him being Avenger or him being an Avenger can get him into a few places and even if it couldn't dude's like one of the fucking best spies of all time like if he wants to infiltrate a place he can he can get in there's like multiple explanations for how bucky could just show up at a place it's just, it's just weird and it's just weird another weird and rushed thing that seems to come out of nowhere and doesn't seem to need to that just happens it's like, okay we're doing this now all right well i mean like, they need the to that because he doesn't they even to. need explanation like he's just there like, what does this matter how he got there you would have preferred it if they met outside of the airstrip like at the gate and he was just standing there and sam was driving it because that would have made more sense to you right Matt? so many more so many things would have made more sense to me than this like him just showing like uh, whatever fucking whatever um so he he walks in yeah he's there they're shooting the shit about oh new cap yeah blah 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 i hate you i hate you cool we're back um talking about red wing bucky really fucking hates that thing what's the androids aliens and wizards bit it's such a weird fucking bit the gandalf reference well because then cap <laughs> new cap mentions it's one of the three is this like an yeah, actual every time they they fight it's either that's that's the the movies aliens was the first one the first avengers androids was the second avengers no i i under i understand i think it's an actual government memo being it's just it's just weird that everybody everybody's on the same page with this with this three person bit or this three thing bit just a a thing people say i guess (laughs) yep one of those things people say um, I don't remember why I wrote this down, but I wrote, man, just tone of this fucking show is all over the goddamn place. Jesus Christ. I don't remember the specific bit. I don't remember the specific mm-hmm. time. It's probably or- them running around trying to be spies, but also bickering would be my guess. Uh, they bicker a lot. I mean, we're going to, we'll get to that. I, that isn't actually that because I do touch upon that later as well. But, but even uh, as they're like getting up to the, that group of flag smashers, they are like, doing sneaky sneaks i try just run in their me, fucking I, mouths i wrote that down i fucking oh, okay. know um uh, then the only other thing would be them on the plane it was probably them before, and... probably before they were boarding the plane was some like why didn't you t-? like they're like ha 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 why didn't you take the shield it's probably something like that because that seems to be the conversation du jour um That's a good question so okay 
<clears throat> so they board the plane, whatever. They're on the plane, whatever. Has no plan, has no plan, has no plan. Falcon jumps. Bucky just jumps. Because my... I thought that was a callback to Winter Soldier where Steve jumps without a parachute. Except Steve seems to be able to do it. Do it a little bit better because he also he like uses his shield as like he's a, just like I've got my arm. And then doesn't like pers- I thought he was gonna like aim for a tree and grab it and slide down or something or use that. No, to he stop. tried. You can see him grasping. He just didn't yeah. do it well. Whatever. A little bit uh, out of practice, I guess. That poor. Um poor white panther so he watched yeah he watches the whole thing via red wing blah 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 um then they're outside shooting the shit about like oh we, we can't just like look at all these guys we can't go in there falcon's like we aren't assassins and then i don't remember what bucky says he's, he's like ha, just messing with you we are assassins <laughs> there was some like bullshit there and i'm like okay i don't i don't know what we're doing here <laughs> And the tone of that was kind of off too. I was just like, ooh, that, that seems like a pointed jab at yeah. Bucky for being an assassin for right. basically Hydra. And then you just kind of laugh it off like, ooh. That's kind of... <laughs> War crimes. What? Yeah, I mean, they're forgiven now. So. Like... Oh, then they didn't happen. So, it's fine. Yeah, so we can laugh about it now. Um, yeah, and then they do the 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 white panther. Oh, you go to Wakanda and now you think you're the white panther. And he's like, no, nah, it's actually white wolf. I'm like, yeah, good. We got that reference in um, the original what the bucky moment right so then they're in the base they're like oh we should bucky's like oh i'm gonna go kill these fuckers and they're like no wait no wait no wait no wait uh, see there are five people not two dipshit and they're just fucking their bickering is really fucking off-putting to me I, it's really like I know it's supposed to come off as like a ha 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 buddy cop like we can't get along ever ha 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 thing but then when they immediately switch to like deadly serious garbage it's like fucking keep a goddamn tone stay in a fucking lane for a second because holy shit we are all over the map and it is really rubbing me the wrong way <laughs> like if, if you're gonna try and do the the buddy buddy funny guardians comedy thing then do it like do that the the way they're straddling the line and in the same scene flipping the switch between the two is always just disjointed and strange to me um i feel like the tone that was set by something like a civil war uh was that you could be you could be like like super super big budget action and you can be funny and you can be serious all at the same time. But, you know, that was different writers, different directors and everything. Oh, I'm, not sa- I'm not saying it's impossible to do this well. I'm saying I'm, it's I'm, not being done well. <laughs> I'm, I'm more just saying I think they're trying to recreate what the Rousseau brothers did really well with Winter Soldier and Civil War. And that is going to work against this show for its entire six episodes. Yeah. Because they're 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 trying to gun for something that they clearly don't have the chops to gun for. I yeah, and I don't know who. who uh, I remember I looked up who the showrunner was, and it was someone I like. I didn't really know anything they had done, but yeah, not not, not, not saying that is like a a dig against them, but it's like no, like stay within your 
stay within your range. If you, if you like, if you can't hit that note, you don't go for that note. Elton John concert. He takes it down an octave now because he knows he can't fucking hit it. So you take it down an octave so you can nail it. Stay in your fucking lane. If Sir Elton's got that down, come on. Everybody else should get it down. Um, okay. So then Bucky just says, fuck it. I'm going to run after them. Yes. The hostage, the theorized hostage was in the second truck, but if there's a three truck convoy on a road escaping a base, you don't jump into the second one in full view of the third one. That's not how you do that. Well, then I thought it was pretty obvious, like, oh, okay, well, they aren't stopping the convoy or doing anything. That's obviously not a hostage. Yeah, and <laughs> they clearly don't give a shit. They, yeah, they clearly did not give a did shit. Did not give two yeah. shits the fact that, oh, this fucking cyborg is jumping into, a, into our truck. Whatever, let's keep the route. <laughs> I, I would have been like, oh, they aren't too. doing anything? All right, I'm, Probably I'm not going to go in there then because this obviously seems like a trap. But no, there's that cut. Yeah, I I very much noticed that as well. It's like okay, they they know uh, or or what or whatever. I also like know who that actress is, so I was like, oh, okay. Um, and I I don't know if you know who that actress is, Matt. No, no, of course not. Um, I know Matt saw it. Alexis, did you see Solo? Yeah. Uh, that actress is uh, her name's Erin Kellyman, and she was Enfys Nest in Solo. She was that through. rings a bell. Enfys Nest, um, the, uh, the like the other bounty hunter, and like uh, oh the yeah, like, the one in the mo- the bone mask thing. Like, yeah, those. Yeah, okay. that's who that is. So when yeah. she showed up, I'm like, oh okay. And it was weird because in the last episode where I was like, I don't think the guy we saw uh, is the leader of the spy smashers. I was like, I think I see her. Because there was someone with the, her hair and, and, and whatnot was the one who put down the bag for everybody to take Flag Smasher Mask. It was like very, very quick. And I was like, oh, she looks kind of familiar, but like, I guess we're moving on now. Um, and then here she like actually shows her face. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So this is uh, so who that is. What you're telling me is this is the beginning of the Star Wars Marvel crossover. Do and this. she mm-hmm. is in fact an alien. So she still fits into the th- big three. Don't yeah. do this. Don't do this. Please don't. <laughs> no, she got it. We don't have to it's do just this. A bounty hunter. We don't. Yeah. That's we why don't. she's so strong. It's not super soldier. It's just bounty, hunter. bounty hunters. Bounty hunters. Bounty hunter, yeah. <laughs> Once you sign the contract, you just get jacked. <laughs> yeah. And I will note, um, uh, so two quick things. I remember they did like, it was like the Disney investor thing, I think. And they showed like a brief clip of, of Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I remember seeing uh this character with the mask on and, and like the hair behind it so i think that's all that was also one of the reasons i was like okay cool like that that person we saw has to be because i kind of remembered this scene um and i remember at the time thinking she was a different character but that was uh, not the case um and flag smasher in the comics is just carl morgenthau and she is carly morgenthau so i thought i would throw that out there for you yeah that's, um, that's what i'm here for <laughs> so then we're fighting on trucks whatever they're all super soldiers they all put on masks they all beat the shit out of them then suddenly yes. cap and company show up because they apparently 
tracked Red Wing. We get to that, like whatever. It's Patriot Act, Patriot Act, Patriot Act. Mm-hmm. Um, they get Captain their American Battlestar. <laughs> fucking awful name. <laughs> Holy Christ. Um, <clears throat> I mean, that was who U.S. Agent's partner was in the books. Was yeah, it? no, I have no Metal, doubt. Battlestar. If they oh, were gonna, uncle. if they were gonna make up a name for this, I assume they would have done better than that. So I assumed <laughs> they were pulling from source material. Unfortunately. Um, <laughs> weirdly enough, I like I've seen enough of Sebastian Stan, but for some reason, he's giving me real James Roday vibes, and I don't know why. Especially with his banter, I feel like anytime he banters. I yeah, think it's like banter, but also his face is making like I could like not su- super dissimilar. Yeah. Just watch, 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 keep watching, and think of James. I think he's actually going by James Rodriguez again. Think of James Rodriguez, and is, yeah. um, mm-hmm. just you know, keep that in your keep that in your in front of your mind. It's he doesn't thing. have as great of hair though. As Does not James Rodriguez. I mean, it's pretty good, but you're right. His hair is spectacular. About the truck battle scene. My two thoughts on it were, one, when Bucky grabs the shield out of midair, I liked that. He also does it exactly like he does in Winter Soldier, which is like a pretty obvious callback of when Cap throws the shield at him, he just like grabs it out of midair. Mm-hmm. Um, two, I really, I, I know that like you're supposed to kind of, this is still when I was like, oh, like am I supposed to be sympathetic for the new Captain America? I really liked that he kind of sucked during that fight. Like he shows up, like you know, all this like fanfare. He's like, I'm, I'm new Captain America. I'm here to help. Fucking Battlestar gets knocked off the the uh, truck, and he like throws the shield to catch him. He's like, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> just he gets fucking obliterated. And then he just, he just gets his shit rocked. Yeah, I like. I, this was before I kind of realized. Oh, okay, they're probably like. I'm going to assume Captain America is going to get uh, better at fighting, quote unquote, over the next couple of episodes. But like for his introduction, when it was like, oh, he's not just for show, I did like that he immediately failed. I thought that was good. Um, yeah, so Bucky's hanging onto the bottom of a truck. Falcon saves him. They roll off together, whatever. Um lot of romance there cap cap and lamar somehow get out i don't know how they i guess they just they just got punched off yeah and then they just go go along their merry way he, i mean cap gets punched off into the convenient car that was there all right yes. the the nissan in in munich <laughs> also like if, if i'm driving a car behind these wavering giant trucks Gonna first of all even over. if just a big you know 18 wheeler is like going all over the place i'm i'm not going anywhere near there in a little sedan but also when there's people fighting on top of it i'm probably going to just go into the breakdown lane and see wait. Uh, on, like, like why would uh, i want to be around that i would what agree if you're driving and you're like you're really like jamming out some music you've got like abba blasting or something you be driving if you are just like the road. <laughs> you just you don't see the fight because you're too busy singing then along it, see, you're I, a bad driver and your license should be revoked see i think you're both wrong here um <laughs> i think so we're much. i mean do you know how good of a tiktok that would make <laughs> like oh, there you go i mean it's just, if this is 2021 if this is like modern day like world like fuck you're gonna be a a, a goddamn star for 13 fucking seconds so you better record I, I hope I hope the money you get from this TikTok somehow is enough to replace your windshield. 
that also brings up, I mean, more back to, I think, the point we made on the first episode of how was the economy? Yeah, did TikTok, <laughs> does TikTok exist? Well, well, not just does TikTok exist, but suddenly TikTok doubles in the amount of users overnight. Stock prices through the roof. So much content. <laughs> how did that happen? Like pretty much every other company too. For at least, uh, just to note, I believe we're still in 2023. Because if I remember correctly... I don't think TikTok's going anywhere, unfortunately. This takes place after Endgame and after WandaVision and before Spider-Man, if I remember correctly. Did they so it's TikTok more in 2023. Spider-Man Far From Home from? was uh, their... their their break in spider-man far from home right but did they have the kids on tiktok in spider-man far from home they had <laughs> them like on i think they were still on uh actually i don't know i think it was instagram i think they were i can't right, remember but flash was enough. constantly live uh live whatever blogging oh, okay. remember in the in the because he's like no like what up flash fam what was that i one? think parachute? it was instagram is parachute coming back Parachute is long dead. I know, but is it coming back? Is this just foretelling the social media apps that that are that live thing that people used for like six months? Periscope. Yeah, Periscope. Okay. (laughs) Just trying to think of what the fuck parachute was. Either way, Cap and Bucky don't use it. It's still on Vine. Cap's better at not using it than Bucky. Me. Uh, I wish they were on Vine. That'd be great. Um. You've got like Bucky falling from the plane. He's got his vine up. He's like, road work ahead. I sure hope it does. Let me just smash it on the ground. Isn't a, TikTok a, basically Vine now? Is this yeah. now? I don't know. It's to... Vine with more spying. Yeah. It's it's long, it's long form Vine plus more spyware. <laughs> Perfect. That's what we needed all along. I mean, it's 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 the future we're all hurtling towards. Mm-hmm. No, we're uh, already here. <laughs> Oh my God, TikTok is now. Um, <laughs> so they're Cap and, and company are driving back defeated in their little Jeep. The fucking Falcon and Bucky are bickering as they do. Um, they're like, yo, you want to ride? And they're like, fuck you. And they just keep walking. Then they're like, yo, 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 yo. I didn't want to like, like, fuck, this is hard, man. Fuck. It'd be better if we work together. Come on, man. Just get in the fucking car. It's 20 miles. Don't be a dipshit. So they get in the car. They shoot the shit. They talk about the, the big three again, because I guess that's going to be a thing. <clears throat> like, got there via getting Red Wings info, blah, 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 blah. They talk about the Global Repatriation Council for getting people sorted after they blip back. Haha. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Not going well. Um, yeah, that's all the stuff that they stole was the Flag Smashers was... Um, right from the global repatriation console you can see like the logo logo in the yeah the band. yeah um, and yeah honestly like a part of it is like I feel bad for John like it's not a like he's a dickhead but it's also a really shitty spot to be in like who would want to be in that spot voluntarily yeah. it sounds like dog following shit. in those footsteps too and where you also don't have the powers or anything and you're right just- just a guy. I felt bad for him up until the later scene. Well, sure. Because it seemed like he was 
trying. Yeah, like it, uh, it, it, if if anything, like like maybe relatively earnest or, or, or right. Something. He's at least trying to do the right thing, and then turns into a, a mega dickhead. Mm-hmm. Um. So now they're <clears throat> now uh, Falcon and Bucky are in Baltimore because Bucky wants him to meet somebody. Um. Kid, like. Oh, we're just skipping over the little flag smashers scene. Oh, where they they get set up in a spot in Germany from some helpful refugee, essentially. Yeah, I mean, there's there's not uh, there, there's not a ton to talk about in that scene because we already like chicken livered name was Carly or um, Robin Hood. Is that her? Is that her superhero name? Because they're calling her Robin Hood or something like that. No, she's flag smasher. I think okay. that's her. Her, oh, her name is, is she is she flag smasher? is flag smasher but they're all flag smashers but i think she's she's the leader of the bunch yes we you know, know her, her well. well um the thing i think that we and, and i guess you really kind of learn it a little bit more in the second scene is uh that they're stealing not just from the uh th- this is where there's something interesting in here so they stole stuff from that van yeah, that's the global repatriation council. Yeah. Then she's getting a text from an unknown number saying, "I'm going to kill you." Yeah, I know what you did. I'm going to kill you. Okay. Which we later learn is the power broker. You you have that comment in in the episode. It's like, oh no, this is this is power the, brokers. Men. The power brokers men are here or something like that. And we don't know who the power broker is. I admittedly don't know. Like, did they cast somebody or whatever? Power broker in the comics is that they claim to fame was a iteration of the super soldier serum. So did it is, is what they stole like those, those uh, canisters or whatever, whatever is the power broker mad at them for stealing those. And he's involved with the global repatriation council, or is this something similar of them having those super soldier powers, something that the power broker is mad at. I don't know which one of those two things it is, or if it's both, I guess. But I do think if the power broker is in that GRC and he's someone that is supposed to be making the world a better place, but he's clearly manipulating everything because his nickname is the power broker, <laughs> then that probably gets to that like secret organization bullshit that we were hoping for. Shadow um, government, deep state bullshit. Mm-hmm word so i guess now we don't have to talk about the other flag smasher scene either but i mean no we still will okay um don't worry um okay. all right black falcon yeah yeah they're like did you call me black falcon He's like, yeah is that because i'm 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 black and i'm the falcon yeah D- do we just call you black kid and i'm like that's amazing you just roasted a nine-year-old <laughs> And he fucking high fives the other kid being like, yo, we fucking got him. I think Marvel, I mean, all comics really used to have a habit of if you had a black character, you had to name him black, <laughs> black, whatever. Um, even in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, you had uh, uh, Goliath show up. But like in the comics, his name was Black Goliath at first before they dropped the black part. Oh, that um, seems unnecessary. So I thought that that was like a uh, an interesting little play on that trope or or 
or notion. Okay, so then, okay. So the person we're, I'm going to need some help with chronology shit here. Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley. Another super soldier test subject, presumably. Yes. Um, uh, Bucky was already Hydra murdering. And yes, this Isaiah was 51, 1951. In 1951, Isaiah was essentially sent to stop him from murdering and or murder Bucky and unsuccessful took a chunk out of his arm. Allegedly, it either was repaired or regrew. Who the fuck knows? Um, and repaired <laughs> probably. Yeah. And then Isaiah went to jail for 30 years. Yeah. So. I don't, uh, here's the thing. I can explain it because I know who Isaiah is and they directly reference this, this story. That sure, but, but without your added context, without that, that, added that context, makes no fucking sense. We sent you on a mission, missing. you did yeah. your objective, you failed at your objective, so we court-martialed you and put you in prison for 30 years. Yeah. It's and how it comes thing. off to me. I don't know if we're going to see more of Isaiah because of how abrupt that sequence was. And if we see more of Isaiah, there's it would make sense, right? Like you introduce this character, you don't spend a lot of time with him. He's clearly important because he was Captain America, a super soldier of some kind. Is that all we're going to get of him? I don't know. Um, similarly, I, Isaiah has another importance that it seems like they're teasing. So it's tough because I can tell you exactly all of this stuff, but I don't know if I should. Because are we going to get this in another couple episodes? I don't no, know. That, that's that's fair. I, yeah. I guess in in the context of this scene in this episode, it's really weird and abrupt. It's really weird, and without the further thing of you walked free, being like, like your people being Hydra, it very mm -hmm. much positions this as a solely racist, ham-fisted debate is the way that this is positioned in this scene. It is kind of racist what happens to Isaiah. I'm sure. I'm, it's once not again, kind of racist. It's just straight up racist. That's, yeah. uh, once again, like I understand that, but without that added context of what actually happened, it makes it sound like he was just like thrown in prison to be thrown in prison and experimented on like a lab rat is what it makes this, what, what this sounds like from the five minutes we get in that room. Yes. And it's exacerbated even more by how fucking terrible the scene after this is. Holy fucking yeah. shit. What an awful, it was like, a, this, this, that 10 minute progression was if Zack Snyder was trying to handle racism. It was like- 19, It reminded me of like the Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode, honestly. Do you remember that? No. The Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, have you seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Alexis? Very few episodes. Yeah. There's an episode where uh, Terry, um, he he's he's in his own neighborhood and he gets stopped. oh yes okay he's like looking for his daughter's toy and another cop stops him and like the only reason that cop doesn't do anything and and like that seems like a little bit more violent admittedly like the cop grabs him and everything the only reason that uh that scene ends in a good way is because the also carries a cop so it's very similar of like uh, you've got a guy, you've got a cop who's like about to pull out his gun. It's like, oh, wait, no, this is an Avenger. Oh, 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 sorry. Oh, that's sir. cool. Cool. Yeah. It's, a, so, it's, it's the same scene as that thing from Brooklyn. Nine -Nine. So like the, the, the 10 minutes makes it seem like 
we positioned this in 1950s what 1950s something super racist happens imprisons this person lays the seat like yeah racism's awful and it was a thing and then two seconds later they're like how do we tell them that racism still exists in 2023 i don't know let's have random cops two cop cars come in and stop a, a, a verbal altercation on the street seemingly because one of them is black because they ask bucky is this man bothering you the fact that it was such a fucking ham-fisted garbage way of representing that infuriated me. I have nothing against tackling racism in these movies or in this series or just in general through film and cinema. However, the way that this was done was atrocious. It was like, like Superman being in the church with the crucifix behind him. Like, oh, do we think he's Jesus? Like, <laughs> holy fucking shit. Like, do better. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of curious at this point, too, because, like, I think that would be, like, a big theme you'd want to carry on. And since we're still diving into this human drama thing, like, yeah, having, like, a focal, like, Black character as this and, like, talking about this issue, cool. Like, I like that kind of thing. But if you're only going to talk about it in that subsect of time, I mean, we'll have to see how the rest of the series kind of plays out, too. Like, is it just that one scene that kind of interact with that because I don't really remember much from the first episode of them kind of bringing up the issue of racism even though he's an Avenger like they they don't really you kind of get it like a little bit you you kind of get some implications for what's going on with like the family business and then when they go to the bank and you hear a little bit that like yeah Falcon's an Avenger but like he's not really being taken care of like he doesn't have any money um or anything um yeah, but that's not like at, not, not really the same. We don't really, yeah. It, it's hard to tell because society's turned upside down in multiple ways at this point because of the blip. Right. Like you could ascribe that to so many different things. Yeah. Right. And, but yeah, so it is kind of weird that they just talked about this issue. And then, like, are we ever going to bring it up again? And <laughs> this, are we going to refer to racism with yeah. the Marvel it, Universe it, it, again? I carry on like, the, the, like, especially because it's hard to watch this and, like, know Isaiah Bradley and be like, oh, cool. Uh, or like as a fan be like oh cool like they're doing this story and then they like don't really tackle it any further and you move into the next scene and it's like i have i have additional context that's just like living in this dumb right. old brain of mine I feel, but but i feel like most um, people that watch this will not have that context realistically and you're right like uh without having the context of like what was the deal with i because they allude to it in the dialogue, but they never outright say it. And then, yeah, you're right. Like moving into the next thing, moving into that next scene is pretty jarring. Like the way it frames the whole thing is framing it in a certain way. I and also it think may- it, like it would have been so much more interesting if we we're going to tackle racism. Just like let let Falcon be capped from the beginning and have people respond to a black Captain America. Exactly. Like it, it 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 honestly makes it seem like like either Disney or someone was like, oh, we have to tackle race. Okay, what's the like the easiest and like lowest way, like what's the way we can think of to do it where we don't have to expend any effort. And it's a super easy thing to turn on the news and also see, Oh, I don't know. How Mm, about they get stopped by police? It seems just like the, like the, the, the lowest effort way to ever tackle this issue in the most superficial way, because you're like, kind of like that rip from the headlines approach exactly right i can agree to that it's like oh this is happening right outside your door and it's happening here too whoa and like that doesn't that's not there's no statement there like the only statement is oh they didn't do anything because he's an avenger like sure fine but like 
They're not saying anything about it. They're just like, like walking by a store and seeing like a storefront and being like, oh, chips are on sale. And then walking by, like (laughs) they're not saying anything. They're just acknowledging that it's a thing and moving on. And like that's the like, chips are on sale. So, <laughs> how so, to tackle racism? It's so fucking maddening. And you're mm-hmm. right. It, it's another thing where they had such a fucking easy out. Like in the beginning, if if like if Sam was cap and then either stopped being cap due to what a backlash or something arose from from that, or he couldn't live up to that expectation, or he had to like aim even higher because of who he was to fill Cap's shoes, like. There are so many ways you could have done this and actually uh, approached racism with some level of tact and, and care and like looking like you at least give a shit. But this just seemed like such both ham-fisted and we don't actually give a fuck about having this conversation. We just want to tick the box saying that we had the conversation. The only thing that I will add, and I, I don't believe Alexis read it, but I know she remembers it, is when the 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 cap when falcon was captain america the story was controversial and not popular to say the least there was like there was like two two captain america stories running at the time um one of them was the like super unpopular uh captain america is a member of hydra how long ago was this by the way if i like oh like i guess like five six seven I didn't not, know if it was not like, like 80s though. Exactly. That's what yeah. I was asking. Yeah. No, this, like, no, this was, this was, I think happening while we were friends. Cause I think I remember talking to Alexis about the Hydra cat okay. at the time. And like, that was its own thing that like re- reality had be, been rewritten. So Captain America was always a member, a secret member of Hydra. Like it was like that kind of bullshit that that's why he was Hydra. Um, but he had given up the shield and given it to, uh, you know, Sam Wilson to be Captain America. And they similarly did a lot of, captain america versus racism stuff and granted like probably same deal probably not the the best writer you know to to put like a kind of affluent white dude to write this story of this it's not the the story where captain america became black for the first time but here's this big ongoing this new number one that's going to launch with captain america literally fighting racists at the border uh, and you've got like a pretty average affluent white dude writing it. Like it's not going to go too, too deep or, or, or uh, do it the justice that it probably needs to be, to be done. So part of me is also wondering if like the execs at Disney and Marvel in this huge conglomerate that it all is were like, well, we tried this once where Captain America was be- beating up racists maybe we should go for the softer tone this time because it really wasn't uh, people were very unhappy the first time we tried to do it maybe uh, but this scene just comes off as like uh but i okay. get it I, yeah like, I get what you're okay saying. how how do we how do we get bucky falcon and the therapist back in a room oh well we have to get him arrested because he doesn't go to his his court mandated therapy session okay how do we do that Ooh, we can just mcguffin racism into this and shoehorned in there to 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 check off's racism to get us to our our next story. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ! It's check like I, racism. I think this is. I think it's a, a horrible implementation, both of actually trying to tackle a difficult subject and trying to chain these disparate story beats together. And it mm-hmm. seems like the only way they could think of doing that was this. Yeah. Um, 
it'd be one thing if there was like an actual physical altercation between them and then the cops were called and they had to break it up. And then that's when they like realized it was Bucky and then arrested him. That's one thing. But two dudes yelling for 13 seconds in a street is not cause for like the over, like the overblown reaction of two cop cars coming, unless you're trying to make that statement that you're trying to make. I mean, I think that they are, that's the statement that like, look, while we were literally, while we were on, on this call, I got a text from a friend uh, saying that his neighbors called the cops on his landscapers. Like that kind of like fucking Christ, easy racism still exists. However you, however you want to call I, it, check off that, racism. That, that's whatever. the thing. Like I, I, I get that you're. We like, know it the does. Bigger point here is like this. This felt like lazy storytelling, and I don't, I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Um, and that like there are more interesting ways to tackle uh, race and racism when you have uh, black Captain America. I, I agree with all that, but like the the America's got a super low bar these days for sure. being racist. That's that's so, fair enough. Two dudes arguing in the street for 13 seconds. Yeah, 100%. Fine. It 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 just I don't know. The the whole thing just comes off as lazy. And 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 it's especially lazy because you're right. Like the the lead character is black and at the potential to be the next Captain America. Like there's a story there where you tackle this pretty easily and you don't need to shoehorn stuff into the side to tick a box. So whatever, we can move on from this, but obviously that 10 minute span of this show fucking pissed me right the fuck off while I was watching it. Like, oh, I think we can tell. <laughs> Christ, just like try harder, just try harder. Like talk to people, learn about things, read stuff, like actually try and tackle this if you're going to tackle this. Because if you half-ass it, it just makes you look like more of an asshole. <laughs> like, fuck. Okay. So he's arrested. The therapist comes and bails him out. Well, he doesn't, she doesn't bail him out. Cat bails him out essentially. And then they have their therapy session where they gaze and they fucking bicker back and forth because whatever. And then they gaze in each other's eyes after the, the, the banter of agreeing with each other. Ha ha. Yeah, no, this isn't going to work. Oh, this is really dumb. Ha. Yeah, I agree. This is really stupid. Ha 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 ha. Why didn't you take the shield? And then we, after the soul gazing, clearly, apparently it works. Um, Bucky's staring can be put to good use. And they just stare in each other's eyes. They talk about all this bullshit, blah, 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 blah. Also, okay. English pet peeve. The therapist asks um, uh, what, what Sam does to aggravate Bucky. You don't aggravate someone. You irritate someone. Aggravate is to worsen a to to worsen something, to make something worse. Is to to aggravate a problem. To irritate someone is to annoy them. You can thank Serge from my SAT prep course for drilling that into my fucking brain when I was seventeen. Aggravate has been bastardized to actually mean irritate, and it doesn't. So, all right, that rubbed me the wrong way. Good to know. But apparently, therapy works because soul gazing, soul gazing, holy fuck. So you just gaze in each other's eyes and you get all the answers you want. I'll have to remember that the next time we argue. Yeah, we'll just get on hop, hop on a Zoom and just stare at each other blankly for a few minutes. Although really that's kind of cheating because I could just minimize the window and just stare and you wouldn't really know. That's true. And also if I was staring at you, I wouldn't be staring at the camera. So I wouldn't really be staring at you. 
but I can't really go cross-eyed enough to be able to see both. Could I? No, I can't. Um, <laughs> um, okay. So now we're, we're back to the, the flag smashers. They're loading up a plane with all their stolen goods and getting the fuck out of there. They get the, the text like, oh, fuck, the power brokers men are coming. Somebody decides, oh, I'm going to sacrifice myself for the, for the good of everybody. One for all, all for one, whatever, whatever the fuck they say. Some bullshit musketeer shit. Um, puts the mask on, pushes over the light post, which blocks them from getting to the plane. Cool. Great first move. I love it. You nailed it. Great diversion. Second move of sprinting into gunfire, not as effective. <laughs> it was very diminishing returns after the first really, oh dude, smart move, push over the telephone pole. Now, the, now the, the trucks can't come through. You really nailed it with that. Why are you running at the trucks? Why They have guns, why are you still, oh, and now you're dead. If he didn't, then they would have opened fire on the plane. They still could have. They still could have, absolutely. <laughs> Mm -hmm. he he slowed down how quickly they were opening fire on the plane sure um so now we have to go meet some dude zemo zemo i don't know who the fuck should i know uh, who zemo is what should. yeah you should really even i know this <laughs> like from previous things have Z yeah, has zemo been was, mentioned he was the bad guy in civil war that whole movie was Zemo. I don't remember that. He was the one that manipulated them into fighting each other. I don't remember that. Really? I really don't. What? I literally don't remember that at all. I am honestly shocked. He was like one of the best villains Marvel has done on the big screen. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm kind of excited to see him pulled into this now, too. Yeah. Because I think he'll potentially his character could break the tone that I know I'm looking for in this series as well. If in the pre-show when I was more saying, than just five minutes. Yeah. In the pre-show when I was saying, I I'm been looking forward to someone showing up. It was him. Cause I, oh. he was announced that he was part of the show. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, maybe he'll have more than five minutes screen time. That was, <laughs> that was really annoying. Is that yeah, I only um, got to see him for two seconds. Like I'm Googling him like, the entire I, episode. I recognize him. Yeah, he dressed up as Bucky. He blew up the uh, he he blew up the embassy and killed Black Panther's father. He he's the one that told Tony Stark. He showed the video of Bucky killing Tony Stark's parents. Mm -hmm. He did. He he orchestrated the entire uh, fight of the Avengers versus the Avengers. Dude, I saw all these movies once. Like, cut me some slack. <laughs> I feel like he's pretty mem memorable. Oh. Uh, but that's well, just me. You say that, um, yeah. I, 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 like, I recognize the dude, but I, I, I don't remember any of you. That. You were a fan of him when we watched the movie. I'm sure. I'm sure he was great. I'm sure he nailed it. Well, fine. I was really. I, uh, Jess also, I think, knew that he was, or our producer Jess knew that he was going to be part of the show, and then forgot. So she got really excited when, uh, they called him out. But yeah, that's. That's who I've been alluding to. As like, I know this I character is in the show, and I'm really excited. And then he, we finally got him. Well, then, for like two then, seconds. Yeah, but. and then we're done. Um, but fun fact: he was being held in uh, cell number two one eight seven. 
Does that ring any? If I didn't know who Zemo was, do you really think this fucking code would do it? Yes. No. I don't remember that now. Think back to a young farm boy and a young a young okay. rascal of a man hanging out in a big orbital space station looking for somebody. Just just say what you need cell to say. Cell 2187 is what the cell that Princess Leia was in in the Death Star. Ah, that's fun. I would never have... <laughs> Fun little Easter egg for I was I was thinking like Marvel shit. So they are merging. Right. Yeah, Star so this Wars confirms. Okay. Y'all need to shut the fuck theory up. That this is the crossover because this could like the, this, this could theoretically happen, and nothing would make me more sad. Like nothing in the world would make me more upset than if they just merged. Chewbacca all... hanging out with Bucky. Oh my god. Fucking Hawkeye and Han Solo just blow my brains out. And then <laughs> the Mighty Ducks. Fucking, oh my God, Goldberg is there. I mean, the Mighty Ducks show started as well this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't watched it. I so. feel like nobody needs that. Like, just leave it alone. It was, it was fine for, and it was fine for the time. The three movies and a weird animated series where they were actually ducks. Right, and really two movies. Like the third one isn't great. D D two is good. I enjoy D1, but D3 can kind of, you know, whatever. Like, I get it, but we, we don't need to still get it. Like, nobody's going to be like, oh, man, my kids are going to grow up on Mighty Ducks 2, and that's going to be great. Mighty Ducks as well. The Mighty Ducks as well, correct. <laughs> but like, hey, I guess Emilio needs some work, so fair enough. Yeah. Gordon Bombay deserves it. Well, I got what I wanted out of this episode, which is Bucky and Falcon interacting <laughs> and Zemo showing up. Yeah, yes. I mean, so, you know, happy camp. I mean, that, that it was a pretty low bar. <laughs> they, yeah, they interacted. Every time they interacted, it sucked. But by <laughs> God, did they have dialogue together? I mean, uh, you know, moving forward from here, there's there's some interesting angles. We've got Zemo hanging out with Bucky and Falcon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zemo, the master manipulator, who knows what he's going to be doing uh, while in their care. Um, who knows what he's been up to since he's been locked away? I don't know. Uh, you've got the flag smashers who are bad, but also maybe good. You've got the power broker who is probably just bad and maybe part of the global repatriation council we got uh captain america and Battlestar out there doing their thing other super soldiers like show's got a lot going on like numerically yes <laughs> like if you count the things happening sure or you any think of... it's quantity over quality right yeah now? like yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah. cool we have all of these threads awesome like fucking make something out of them do you, is there a chance for either of you for this show to pull you back in i mean alexis was at yeah. least excited zemo showed up and matt you didn't even fucking remember him so i don't i never know no, I, I recognized the name and i was like that's probably somebody i should know <laughs> cool yeah i mean uh, uh, fucking like 
this, this will this, either ruin Zemo for me or make me more and more interested in him as a villain. I hope it doesn't ruin Zemo for me because that would be sad because I did like him as a villain and as a character. Like, I, I think like this episode was better than the first episode. But the reason I was not really saying that in the beginning was because it also pissed me off way more. <laughs> Like it's better, but it's also significantly more agitating. You got more, more of an emotional more. response. Yeah. Yeah. For being shit. Yeah. <laughs> for, for having fucking spiral hams for hands. Yeah. It got more of a fucking response for me. It was ham fisted. Oh, ham fisted. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know. I need to specify spiral hams. That was the part that threw me Well, out. spiral hams are really good. They are really good. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know you don't know, you don't know me, but <laughs> Spiral Ham's really good. Agreed. But uh, that seems like a waste to put on fists then, or for hands. I well, agree. You're eating somebody, you're like punching it into their mouth and they chew. So being ham fisted is good then. I, it seems like it. <laughs> Maybe that's just like my Jewish upbringing and I didn't always get to eat pork and ham as I was growing up. So now if somebody showed up and they had Spiral Ham's on their fist and they punched it, into my face so I could take a bite, I'd be like, this is fucking great. That's I love po- spiral ham now. I mean, that seems positive time. for you, but not as positive for the ham that's being fisted. Unless that's unless that's its purpose is to feed me. <laughs> that it's pro fisting? Yeah, it's it's very pro. Look, we already established in the pre-show that this is the pegging episode. So it might as well be the pro fisting episode as well. Right. Yeah, we might as well pegging and fisting. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. On that note, that's probably a a, a a good place to wrap up on. I, I, yeah, I fucking hope this gets better because Christ, <laughs> it's not doing much for me. Yeah.